Blog Talk Radio. Greetings once again, everybody, our worldwide listeners here on the Coast to Coast Live show. Ebony and Ivory with Andy Kimball and Lloyd Booker. Lloyd's in Philadelphia. Lloyd, are you with us here today? Yes, sir. What's happening, man? How are you feeling? I'm doing all right. Good good to hook up with good, you again good. here on the Coast to Coast show. And uh, right. we, we, we missed you on Friday. You missed quite a, um, shall we say, an ad- adventure, maybe for lack of a better word. Maybe there's a better word. But yeah. anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> I heard about that. Uh, pretty interesting, very funny show. I think it was some, uh, 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 like an uncle, a super uncle, a cat on there by the name of Big Uncle Ike. Yeah, and yes. I, I, I understand that he was very, very entertaining. And a lot of people tuned in and listened. You had almost uh, a panel. You had a call from Seattle. You had a call from Delaware. You had a call from... Yeah. Maryland, so yeah. And and, yeah, we, and maybe we we'll see if we can get him on there again. I, I don't know. The guy just wilded it out, so you need to let me yeah, know a little bit later on. Let yeah, give I didn't know who you know, I got a note from you that he was gonna come on and something about corona or I don't know what anyway, I got a note from you and, and uh and I was like, uh, well, you know, he knows what he's doing. Okay, sure, have him step in. What you know, we'll see what happens. And uh Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you, it, it, I'd love to have him back on. Track, 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 track that guy down. Anyway, okay, moving on I'll with today's uh, today's show, we missed uh, quite a bit of exciting news that happened over the weekend, uh, actually since Friday, and uh, one being uh, what you and I have discussed uh, between us on the phone over the weekend about the uh, the federal, uh, I guess, marshals coming into Portland, Oregon, and uh, in camouflage clothes and unmarked cars and uh, taking uh, demonstrators, uh, shooting one, um, and the the. The city of Portland, Oregon, has now filed a, a lawsuit, which is going to be heard in federal court. I, I, I heard they were going to make an appearance today. I didn't hear anything about it yet, but maybe some of our callers can even update me on that. But um, the um, yeah, and, and you know, I, I saw the videos. I mean, how can you not if you're watching the news at all, um, or if you're any any to any extent a news junkie, uh, to see what was going on there in Portland? Now, now, in uh, you know, there was some violent activities in Portland, but you know, Portland has State, city police. They have a state police. They have a governor. They have mm-hmm. a mayor. They have, you know, the, to to the only thing in, that bringing in the federal marshals or whatever they were, the army. I don't know, yeah. um, is to aggravate and incite further uh, reaction. And uh, I totally uncalled. I, I think it was. I think it was actually the the army uh, that was that was involved in that. Um, mm-hmm. Hey man, this, this this is getting deep. I mean, for all my people out there. My brothers and sisters, white, black, Latino, Jewish, the whole bit. Man, the revolution will not be advised. The revolution will be live. I mean, they, they this, this is getting, it, 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 it's, it's at fever pitch. It's, it's just getting bad all over. In a place like Portland, of all places. Yeah. I, mean, I, would, I would think that um, it would still uh, bubble up. And, and the other urban areas, but I mean a place like Portland where the majority of the people that actually live there are white, but this, it, it lets you know that this, this thing is serious and people across the board are not thinking this anymore. It reminded me of the actions of Kent State. We're going to do a little history on this program. Kent State, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. the things that happened uh, that down there, and it happened to whites as, as well as blacks. I mean, it, it, this is getting rough, and Donald Trump didn't even condemn any of the actions. And I understand, I don't know, I have to double-check, that there was somebody that was actually killed. Uh, yeah, somebody actually, he was shot in the head uh, and then uh, had uh, surgery in brain and, and is now uh, has been recovering in ICU with a tube to alleviate fluid from the brain. Uh, not oh, been so killed, but, but critically injured nonetheless. We okay. wish him all the very best. And from what my, and again, I, I don't know, and I, I don't want to be misquoted here, and I, I fact mm-hmm. check as, as much as I can, and I, I do have a life other than the show, but I do try to stay in tune. Um, but um, I understand, and again, 
if I'm wrong, I'm, excuse me, apologize in advance, but I'm pretty sure that it was a peaceful demonstrator that that was that was shot. So, uh, and one thing I do know for a fact also is they have just taken peaceful demonstrators uh, without charge and putting them in these uh, unmarked cars and whisking them away to where I don't know, but um, I just can't believe. It. I, I cannot believe. Yeah. Come on. Come on. If his so th- family this, this happens is... to be listening, uh, family or friends, Godspeed. I, ho- I hope that he's okay. Uh, like I said, I wasn't sure, but uh, you corrected me. But, I mean, even, even with that, uh, this, is, uh, this is dangerous. And believe you me, half the summer is, is only over, and we're getting deep into this pandemic situation with everything else bubbling over. Um, something's got to give, brother. Something's got to give. But yes, please, speak, pick it up. Speaking of pandemic, Thursday, uh, United States, 72 or 74,000 new cases in one day. Friday, United States, 70,000 cases in one day. Two days combined total, over 140,000 new cases in the country. And we're pushing to open up to bring people closer together. What? You know, this this is a serious matter, folks. This this is not – and people say, well, you know, I have the right to, to go and not wear a mask and don't worry about it, and I want to go and, and, and to, a, to a bar or a restaurant or to a sports event and, and not wear a mask. You know, that's my right not to do so. Well, and then you say, well, you know, you don't go uh, uh, protecting people from uh, from cancer and heart disease and other things, and, and you can't catch cancer. You can't catch heart, heart disease by, by somebody <clears throat> being next to somebody. The flu is not as contagious as this disease. This is or well, this virus. I want virus. to say something since you said mm-hmm. that. For those mm-hmm. people – I want to say something. For those people that might be listening to us, and if you feel as though you want to get stupid, you want to get crazy, I'm going to be like that politician that was, uh, I, I, I can't remember his name, but you can easily Google it out there in California because I'm on the, I'm on the East Coast, but I do spend time out there in La La Land, the, the western part mm-hmm. of the country. But the mm-hmm. deal is, is that if they feel they want to do that, that's fine. And, and their family and friends want them to do that when you get sick. Go to a corner and drop dead. Just just go out in your backyard, grab a shovel, and dig yourself a hole so you don't, you don't mess up the soil, you don't mess up the ground. And when you feel like you want to go somewhere because it's your freedom, it's your invisible right to, uh, to be sick and don't wear masks, that's fine. And when you get sick, don't go to the hospital. Because what they need to do is they need to start checking people to find out where you've been at Trace and then send them, send them home. Send yes, them, get yes. the plug out, go home, and just and just pass away. And that's it. And that's it. Yep. And believe it or not, that's what that politician basically said in, uh, in California because they were trying to – he said the country needs to imitate and emulate what Sweden, some of the Scandinavian countries did, and mm-hmm. – Leave it free, leave it open, and if mm-hmm. you feel like you want to, if you feel like you want to be a fool, you act like a fool, get treated like a fool, and die yeah. like a fool, and that, and that's basically it. So I wanted to say that, and and this is not being callous. Somebody might, oh, that's a, no, no, don't listen. Don't go to the emergency ward. The hospitals are already uh, uh, to the brink, to the brim. Uh, do do us all a favor. Uh, you can arrest the crime in the country. You can arrest the unemployment because why? You dead. You ain't gonna commit no crime. And mm-hmm. and unemployment say give have another job for somebody else. That, that's mm-hmm. all. And, and mm-hmm. leave it at that. So go ahead. Uh, yeah, go ahead, true. pick it up. Huh? Yeah, we had. I'm just looking down. We had. Um... Uh, I got a couple of emails and some conversation, and even I think uh, you missed this too because you were on Friday's show uh, regarding a sound clip that I played uh, to start Friday's show and uh, the applicability of the tone and message of that sound clip, uh, even a movie. A movie's called Network with Peter Finch and Faye Dunaway. Yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, I started um, Friday Friday show and I've gotten some requests. Uh, boy, that was wonderful, and can, some people didn't hear it. Can I play the uh, the whole thing again? I've got it uh, queued up here. So um, Boy, drop it like and, I, and I think I got a call coming in too. So I'm gonna go ahead and play this and screen and see who's calling in here. And folks, our call in number, please join the show is five one five six zero five nine eight eight eight. 
join the conversation, be the conversation here on the Coast to Coast Show with Andy Kimball, Lloyd Booker, Ebony, and Ivory. Let's go ahead and hear that uh, and hear that uh, clip. Here we go. Bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's right worth. Here. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Yeah. Punks are running wild in the streets. There's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe. Hello? Our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to ride. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. So, I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. I want you to get up right now. Get up, go to your windows, open them, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Things have got to change. And there we have it. Cornell, you with me? Yes, How are you doing? Welcome aboard. Welcome back. And Thank we also you. have another caller here. I didn't get we have somebody else here with us as well. Okay. I think. Hey, Lloyd, how you doing? Hey. Andy. Hey, man. Hey, how you feeling? How you feeling, brother? I'm doing is, great. Is, is this, Thank you. Is this good? Is this uh, uh, Cornell? Yes. All right. All right. Uh, well, you, you went on the round table, brother. And, 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 definitely. And, uh, and who else? We have somebody else with us here, too, Lloyd. Who, who else is here with us? Yep. I'm sorry. Hey, my name is Dave. Hey. Oh, hey, Dave. brother Dave, Dave Aston. Okay, we got uh, yep. we got four Jew we got four Jewish brothers here, which is which is good. <laughs> yeah, cool. Shalom. I mean, I mean <laughs> shalom. shalom to everybody. Shalom. Uh, shalom. And, and, yeah, uh, and and you might have laughed, um, um, uh, Andy, but yeah, uh, uh, Dave is uh, he, he's he's Jewish. Um, and, and 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 white and Cornell is Jewish and black and I'm Judeo Christian and black and and you all the way white and Jewish so this is good because of some of the things that we're going to discuss today all this other stuff that then came up and I want you brothers to chime in brothers I want you to chime in you'll be in there with us but uh, yeah good it's good that you call uh, the and again, the number here, folks, is uh, 515-605-9888 uh, for international listeners. And I did check the stats here. We've got some listeners in Australia and the UK um, in Antwerp, Belgium. Uh, dial one first. So it would be 01, then 515-605-9888 to join the conversation here on the Coast to Coast Show live. Ebony and Ivory with Andy Kimball and Lloyd Booker and our guest panelists. Uh, George Stephanopoulos has his roundtable on on the ABC Sunday News, and we'll have our roundtable here on the Coast to Coast show discussing various topics that interest all of us, or should interest all of us anyway. Yeah, with Dave and Cornell Dutch Butler. Hey. Yes. How you doing, Dave? Uh, things are going well, all things considered. Dave, so, Dave where are you calling? Uh, I'm sorry. Dave, where Dave, where are you calling from? You're Dave. You're where? Where are you located? I live in Pennsylvania. Good. Uh, Good. Yes. Yeah. Suburb, suburb of Philadelphia, basically. That's and that's my old stomping grounds. Where are you calling from, Cornell? I'm calling from Philadelphia. Okay. Pennsylvania. Cool. Okay. Okay. Um. One of yes. the things I wanted to say. Now, you guys got mm-hmm. a chance. Did you, Did you hear? Have you heard the program since uh, since we came on? Both of you. 
And by the way, get yeah. in here. I mean, you can interrupt us. Have you heard the program from the beginning? Well, I heard some of some of it, but um, give me a little brief me brief me a little bit. You know, tell me what's going on. Brief it, man. Well, we've been talking about the uh, the um, federal deployment of troops in the city of Portland, state of Oregon, mm. to yes. to lasso in some of the demonstrators against the request and will of the government and people of the state of Oregon and the city of Portland. And uh, we've been talking about that a little bit. I know that uh, there's been a lawsuit filed against the the feds from uh, the city of Portland to try to get them to leave. You know, when I first heard this news, I'm like, you know, if I'm a city police officer responsible for, for maintaining the peace while they peacefully demonstrate for them, there has been some, some, actions which are not you wouldn't consider peaceful in Portland and that's that is true but for the most part it's been peaceful um if I'm a city p- uh, police officer and I'm following one of these unmarked SUVs with federal camouflage marshals in them whatever they are I'm pulling I'm pulling the car over I'm asking for ID and I'm saying to get the heck out of Dodge um I, you know I I'd just be infuriated I would absolutely and they are they are infuriated and and, it, and the reaction from the citizens of Portland and from the protesters, it does nothing more to, to, but incite and aggravate. And and it seems like Trump does not get it. He does not understand it. Um, you know, it, 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 there's a phone. You can pick it up if you need federal help. There's there's ways to communicate with the federal government and say, hey, we, we need – this is getting tough for us. Can you assist us? But that request never happened, and Trump took it upon himself to, to send troops in to the city of Portland. And uh, God, what kind of what what is that indicative of? What kind of government is that? What does that remind you of? Do you of? think they're trying to declare martial law? No, no, no. They're just okay. they're 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 containing protesters, peaceful protesters. Okay. And um, and and also not from the videos me. that I've seen. I, Andy, I got to take me. issue with that because I've tell seen me. both. I've seen both sides of this. I've seen a lot of mm-hmm. leftists throw out videos of these so-called peaceful protesters and these unarmed individuals with you mm-hmm. know. We've seen it on the news. However, what no one is talking about is the fact that they actually took firecrackers and other incendiary devices and have been shooting them at federal property. They're shooting them at a federal courthouse. Okay, So they started the incident with violence. So before we go castigating whoever made the order, I don't care if you're going to blame Trump or if you're going to blame some federal official. Before we start castigating people, we need to have all the facts lined out about who started the incident and why they started it. Frankly, I don't care about the why. Do not care about the why. If you're going to come out with violence, you need to have someone come in and put in corrective measure. Now, we can have a debate about was the force overdrawn or what have you. That's fine. But they absolutely, those federal troops absolutely had a right to come in and start stopping their actions before they got out of hand. Do you think? Yeah, because uh, they basically history you, monuments, man. That's that's but history you think the right city, there. Do you think the city and state right. is capable of doing that, though? Do you think? Do you think that? They should have stepped in and stopped them. I don't know why they <laughs> didn't. Why did it? Why did it take federal? Why did it take federal troops to stop violent actions? Why couldn't the city or the state? Come in and do it themselves. Why did they stand by and let it happen? Now, that's a good question because mm-hmm. I would like to know myself, and I'm glad that we have you, both of you guys on here to give us a different views. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. Now, now, Dave, Dave and Cornell and Andy, and Dave brought up a good point. Yeah, sure. Did they, did they, I'm wondering, did they at least – call the local authorities, the local troops to come in and quell that, or did they just – here's what I think happened. Here's what I think happened. Because of some of the rhetoric and some of the stuff that Trump had been saying over the last few weeks, I think what they did is they leaned on some of the stuff that he had been saying and he had espousing some of the stuff and just figured that they were going to be like high noon – with Gary Cooper or John Wayne and bring those people in without consulting. But you can't you, you can't blame them. everything on Trump. You can't blame everything. No. You know, these are people just you're you right know, about that. No, no, it's true. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely true. Let me tell you this: if if you went in your house right and basically went downstairs and somebody in your basement or something like that, and basically people say, "Oh, Trump did it. It's all Trump fault." Trump is not the boogie. People think Trump no. is the, like the boogeyman. 
No. You know I what I'm agree. saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Can't yes. Blame him for everything. Yeah. Right. Well, He's one he, guy. He's legally one at best one third of the national government. You can't just keep pointing the no. finger. Trump did this. Trump did that. You know, it's just it's the best. It's, it's, it's true. It's true. But, it, but but you hear him speak, and you you know he doesn't his history, and and you watch what he's done day to day, month to month, year by year. He he just seems to do and whatever he wants to do. You know whatever you know that just seems to be what the game plan has been. There's whatever he. <laughs> I don't. I don't see any anything that says that would be indica- indicative of anything other than that. He just does what he does. I really, I really think in, in, this, in this case, Andy, I'm not going to buy that. In this case, I'm mm-hmm. not going to buy that mm-hmm. because if you look at you the other so? protests, no, no. Mm-hmm. If you look at the other protests, the other violent right. protests that happened in the mm-hmm. aftermath of the unjustified killing of George Floyd, mm-hmm. if you look at all those protests. How many times yeah. was did Trump get in front of the camera and and beg? The governors of Minnesota, of of Washington, and of other states, please Mm -hmm. call me. Let me send in the National Guard. Clearly, the situation is out of hand. Right, right. Now, this this situation in Portland is completely different. We don't know who sent out those troops. No, 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 you're you're right about that. I I agree about that. But what I was talking about, you said Trump Trump is one third of the the government, of the federal government. But uh, what I was pertaining to was not just this specifically, but Trump, his history, who he is, and what we're seeing here is just this guy acting more as a dictator than than being a one third equal branch. Let me ask you a question. That's general, not not pertaining to the actual riots themselves. Yeah. Can I ask you a question, Andy? Go ahead. ahead. I mean, guys, do y'all really think? Do y'all think the media media have a lot of influence in this situation? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No question about it. I do. Okay. Now, 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 I'm going to uh, uh, take umbrage with the the two of you guys that said yes, and the media does play a part. Excuse me, but here's the thing. Is his program I got that he is dealt with by a good percentage of the people in this country who actually voted? He's not but the pen These people believe what he said, and they felt emboldened. That's why you're getting so much of the racism that has actually come to the forefront. That has always been here. Yep. It's always been here. Yeah, but they yeah, feel as though. Now, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're right. Go ahead. Continue. Go ahead. Okay, I thought one of the guys. It's always been here. It it just so happens that he is beginning to voice what people, especially there was going to be backlash after Obama did two terms. I mean, there were so many people that, that felt as though uh, he wasn't an American. He wasn't a real true representative of what the unite of, of what this country was supposed to be about. Matter of fact, there was a lot of people that castigated and was dismissive of him and his wife because he was black and didn't mm-hmm. think that the whole, that the, uh, the 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 system actually was representative of what they wanted, and we ended up with a black man. And so we knew, all of us knew, and I want to hear exactly what the rest mm-hmm. of you guys think. All of us knew that there was going to be instant backlash to Obama yeah. being voted as president, right. And, mm-hmm. and we and we got it. Now, I, I, and I let me let me, let me cut you off. Let me ask you a question. Did you see any change? Is it any different? I'm just being a devil advocate. Is it any difference from Trump and Obama? Did anything change in America? Um. Okay. Anything? Yeah. I, I, yes. And, and, okay. And during the age, I'm talking about one. We didn't have the rights that we had. That uh, now there wasn't any of Obama's frame. Not, I'm not saying that Obama was a panacea. I'm saying in answer to the direct answer to the question that you asked, that's the change. This stuff has bubbled out, has bubbled up and fermented and exploded after okay. uh, uh, um, Trump became became president. 
to the point wherein, as as Dave had mentioned, uh, the, the uh, murder of George Floyd. But he's not the only one. I mean, we've had uh, uh, the kid in in, in uh, uh, North Carolina. We had the young lady that was shot in her sleep. I mean, this type of stuff. And see, here's the other thing that happens. What happens is is that when you give, and this reminds me very much of when uh, uh, Nixon was running for office. When you mm-hmm. say these things, and I'm not, and it doesn't necessarily be Obama, but it involves all enforcement to do whatever it is that they want to do, to, uh, to in particular to black people. But now it's spilling over to whites up in Portland, uh, uh, in a place like Portland. That is ma- the majority of the people that live in Portland are white. And that reminds me of Kent State. When when the government went yeah. in, yeah, yeah. when the government, for those that don't know, that are listening to us, that, that killed those four kids, those four college students at Kent State. Trump said, and I'll, I'll quote him here, I'm going to quote, uh, Trump stated that, that we are trying to help Portland not hurt it. Um, and then he tweeted, he said, the leadership has for months lost control of anarchists and agitators. Um, they're missing in action. We must protect federal property and our people. These were merely not, excuse me, these are not merely protesters. These are the real deal. And that's off of Trump tweet. The Portland mayor uh, Ted Wheeler then, uh, you know, furthered that conversation by, and this is true as well, that uh, uh, people were being literally scooped off the street, and you see this, and unmarked vans, rental cars. Wheeler told the, told you know, came up and, and made us a, a talk and said apparently they are being denied probable cause and they're denied due process. They don't even know who the heck is pulling them into these vans, and that's that's going on there. That that is going on there, and um, and who are the, you know, and they're not, and 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 the folks that are pulling into these vans are not. All the agitators. There might be some, but they're not all. And they're just going in and doing this. And I think what that did is, uh, is, is it motivated um, Portland, the city government, the, the state of, of, of Oregon, to file a suit to, against the federal government. Say we, we, you know, get we, we, we didn't call you, you know. And and uh, and I think it's 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 done nothing but create. I mean, did it did it protect anything? Did it do anything? I, the only thing I've seen so far is that things have raised up a notch, not lowered a notch since, since those right. came it's to gotten, It's gotten worse. And, and it's I'm gotten worse. And I want to, it's gotten worse. And I'm going to say, this is not only Portland, what you talk no. about them rounding people up. Because it happened, in, it happened here in Philadelphia. And, and here's what I'm talking about. The, the riot that happened in Philadelphia, the mayor, the police commissioner, which is a black woman, and she just got the job, apologized for tear-gassing people here and doing what they did with uh, 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 violence, and on top of that, did not say anything about the amount of people that had been arrested. They arrested pe- uh, peaceful protesters, and they're actually going to bring a suit against the police department and the mayor for the same thing that happened in Portland, because a lot of people were actually scooped up during, even during this pandemic, scooped up, put in jail. Against without any due process, and like I said, the same thing that happened in Portland happened there. So this is not just relegated to one particular area. This is across the country, and I'm quite sure that it's happening in other areas around the world. Yeah. yeah. So what would your what would your suggestion then be in how to police these situations? Because this incident you're talking about in Philadelphia, there was a mix of peaceful protesters as well as rioters in the same small area. They all knew what was going on. They all knew what was happening. They knew the police were coming in. How do you suggest that the police take care of a situation such as that when you have people that are committing to violence and you have to stop them? Let me point out something that you skipped over, and that's that the people who have been arrested but did not actually commit any violence were immediately released. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if you're talking about due process and you're throwing the word due process out, you have to also look at the situation of how does a police officer able to distinguish who's doing what when you are in the heat of the moment, when you're clustered amongst those individuals. Do you have the time? Do they are they supposed to stand there and scrutinize when there's one violent person in that crowd? 
do they are they allowed to just be human beings or do they have to stand there and tabulate out who's doing what action am i allowed to act should i not act at all come no, on we're talking to, about no, situations no, 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 that no, can easily me, turn into violence you witness somebody committing crime you witness somebody committing crime and that's you pick up if somebody's just walking along the street which is what they were doing walking along the street and picked up you do not go ahead and escort them into an unmarked van if you see somebody committing a crime go get them but they were okay. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take issue with that because they were tra- also trespassing on federal property. What do you expect them to do? Not let, obey the law and let, just let, let them, them walk. Let them peacefully protest. Let them. You're darn right. Let them peacefully protest. Absolutely. Well, right. let me get so, so so then we're allowed without permit to walk anywhere we please, protest over what we wish, and that's it. That's just we, we're, we're to ignore we're, the law we're, even when we protest. We're not. We, we don't need permits. That, we don't you know, need nothing. We are allowed we're, to gather on public property. The government is public property in peaceful manner and protest. Yes, we are allowed to do that. Yes, we are. are so we allowed to launch without no, any not. consideration to anybody else that could be walking on that public street next to that public federal building. You know, if there's a there's a peaceful demonstration going on, then, the, then those those demonstrators are allowed and should be allowed to protest peacefully. If you see somebody committing a crime, go get them. I'm right with you. Go get them. Pick them up. Well, let me ask you yeah, a question. Yeah. What do y'all think about the situation yeah. they're talking about defunding the police officer? What do y'all think about that topic? Well, I, okay, I want to say something, and actually this will answer what Dave had mentioned. Because I uh, – let, let, let me go back, and then I'm going to – it's been done in – Hello? Lloyd, you're cutting out. I, there. You. I don't know if it's your line or the connection we have with the show. Are you there? Say it again. Say it again. You're cutting out. You're, you're kind of intermittent there. Um, hold, hold on a minute. Say, say it again. I, I didn't okay. hear you. Okay, you're better. Try it now. Try it now. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here's the deal. Dave, now, here in Philadelphia, because you, you, you live here, we, uh, we live mm-hmm. here in Philadelphia. Yep. There were, uh, there were a majority of the people that protested, the majority, the overwhelming majority, were, were peaceful protesters. And they were in the street. When the people were get, when they were tear gassed, they were gassed actually on public property as opposed to what may have happened in Portland. They and were in the street. They were on Vine They were right. specifically in Vine Street. That right. is and, impeding and were, someone's egress. That's against the law, even under yes, right. the Fourth Amendment. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yep, 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 yep. So uh, the, your argument's starting to fall apart there. But the question yeah. is, what do you think about the Man, the like police, this. police force? What do you think about that, defunding the police force? What, well, what, I, what do you think I, about that? Well, Anybody me, jump me, in. I'm, I'm going I'm to respond to that, yeah, and then I'm going to let the rest of them respond. The thing is, is that I think that it should be, I'm not going to use the word defunding. I'm going to think that more money should be reallocated because in the major cities, the police force actually has a bigger budget than the city's school districts. Their budget, and here, here in Philadelphia, the police force budget, and I saw it, will damn near be almost close to, if I'm not mistaken, I got to check it. Almost close to a billion dollars. They're talking about 750 million. Wherein we're always asking for money, we. But the school district is always asking for money in regards to running the school system here. And I'm quite sure that that's the same thing in most of the major cities. And I think that it should be looked in. And I'm not going to say defund because here's what happened. When you say something like that. People automatically think, and, and in particular white people, they think, oh, gee whiz, crime and, and all the rest of this other shit is just going to be dealt uh, uh, It's going to run amok. Look at Camden. When at one time Camden, New Jersey, was considered the worst city in America in regards to crime, but now it's not, and they have been defunded. They didn't get rid of the police force. It's just things have been reallocated in regards to having a decrease in crime. So that's my answer to that. 
I don't. I, about, I think Lloyd, what you Lloyd, they they also restructured the department, so it wasn't just yeah. a reallocation of money. They restructured right. the department so that they could focus in on being more effective with their policing and still, you know, be community oriented. It's the yes. perfect example of what to do with a situation like this. You, in right. my opinion, okay. Minneapolis has the wrong idea. Minneapolis just wants to take the money and throw it away from the department and put it somewhere else. That absolutely 100% is the wrong idea. You, yes, you I need to I, I figure out how to sharpen a, how to sharpen the do. tool and re, you know and reallocate where certain services should be, but to just take the money away and put it to some other initiative within the city, schools or anything else, you end up with New York. New York signed off a billion dollars to other non-police related initiatives, and the crime rate tripled in one week. Yeah, the, the uh, Lloyd. To answer your question, the uh, in in this Philadelphia, as I recall, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure about this. You can check it, but I'm pretty sure the Philadelphia budget was uh, for the police was uh, almost five billion dollars, four point nine billion, right around there. Um, oh, I was, which only, <laughs> yeah, four point nine billion, and that reduced the uh, Philadelphia <laughs> department by thirty-three million dollars. And that budget was uh, mm-hmm. uh, was helped to, and, and a lot of that money is going to go to to modernize the department, implement reforms inside and outside of the department, uh, 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 body cameras, as well as as well as tanks. As yeah, and well as also, tanks. also, also they uh, they're doing uh, uh, their new program in, in Philadelphia, um, which is going to implement a bias training for police and equity management of the department. So there's things happening there, but uh, it is it is almost a $5 billion budget in the city of Philadelphia. Here in Los Angeles, and, we have a much and, bigger and budget. That's, and that's ridiculous. Yep. That, that's yep. ridiculous. Yep. I think what should be done is a combination of what I had mentioned and what Dave had mentioned about the reallocation of funds and also uh, um, to redo the departments. And maybe that's why they got the new uh, uh, the new police commissioner, um, if they let her do her job. But there's so much left over from the Frank Rizzo era that's still like, weeding stuff out that um, it, 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 it's going to take a minute. And I know we only have an hour, but one of the things that – and I want to bring this up. One of the things that Dave had mentioned about Minneapolis, and I hope a lot of people are listening to this, what happened also in Minneapolis over the weekend, since we all know about the riots, is that there I can't think of the pastor's name. Maybe you can pull it up right quick, Andy. But there, uh, there was a gentleman um, talking about reparations in regards to uh, slaves, slavery, and what have you. Now, he was standing outside, I think it was in Minneapolis, but they had brought this up in of all places, uh, Asheville, North Carolina. And he was at, he was attacked. He, he was attacked for actually in a public place speaking, uh, you know, speaking his mind. And it might not have been Minneapolis. It might have been right in North Carolina. But the deal is, is that when we talk about the, the reparation, and now all of this plays in the law enforcement, the whole thing with uh, uh, the racial violence and the stuff that has come up with Trump and the pandemic. I, I think what needs to be done, I would not call it reparations. Now you guys are Jewish. We're all Jewish, but you guys are like Jew Jewish. I'm going to put it that way. (laughs) Um, And the thing is, is that instead of asking because I had asked somebody the other day, I said, and I, I, I want to get a response from each and every one of you. I asked somebody, I said, listen, here's how this thing even ties into sports. And, and we're not going into sports. I'm not talking about that. We're talking about billion-dollar owners who have, who have sports teams, but they also have other companies. They've got media conglomerates and what have you. When they ended up taking money from places like Tulsa, Oklahoma, Rosewood in Florida, where there were black um, uh, Columbia, uh, uh, Carolina, where there were black enclaves of millionaires that lived next door to one another, 
and the American government, in some cases, bombed places, looted, like in uh, um, what we talk about about Tulsa. Matter of fact, it was Tulsa. It was Tulsa, Oklahoma, where the preacher was, and he was talking about reparations. And the white people there wanted to actually hurt him, and he said he's going to bring a uh, bring a suit against them. I was speaking to some people about the possibility of instead of asking because. If I'm a billionaire, a lot of these people are not going to say anything. These billionaire owners, especially when we're talking about the Washington Redskins, which is a derogatory term, they end up doing nothing more but practicing. And we've had many owners, uh, Marge Schott, Donald Sterling, who is also Jewish, uh, talking about his boys. The thing is, I think what needs to be done is a concerted effort between the Jewish community and the black community to enact some of the things that at the Nuremberg trial with the world court in regards to actually and actively the governments that were complicit in this whole thing of the slavery trade and what have you. They need to do the same thing or we need to do the same thing instead of asking people and asking the government because you're talking about billions of dollars that are intrinsically attached to the economy of this country. They're not going to give that up with that without a fight. And the deal is bring this pl- bring these places up to the world court, which is one of the reasons that the reason as to why we've had so many demonstrations and protestations outside of the continental United States, in Europe, in Australia, because the same methods that were used to enslave people here were used in South Africa. They were used in Australia. They were used in other places. Bring these people in these countries to the world court in the United Nations and utilize what the Jewish brothers did in regards to getting some of this back as opposed to asking people. And some people were like, wow, that's, that's, that's something that hasn't been done. So that was my thing about that. I wanted to encapsulate that before because we only have an yep. hour. And we can continue. Yeah. Just real, real, real quick, folks, I just want to say again, this is Coast to Coast Live. Uh, Ebony Ivory, Andy Kimball here in California, Lloyd Booker in Philadelphia. We have some guests with us today yes. also on our roundtable discussion. Our number to join the show is 515-605-9888 in the United States. Internationally, of course, dial one first, one five one five six zero five nine eight eight. This is your conversation, your discussion. We're just kind of going on here talking about some topics of interest, expressing various uh, viewpoints, which is what we like to do. Do here on the show. I think we do have another caller joining us right now. Am I right? From New Jersey, I think. Hello, you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, you were on Coast to Coast. How are you doing? Who would no, we have here? Great. I want to be sure. Uh, thanks. Uh, nice talking to you guys. So what's happening out there on the West Coast? We're here uh, in New Jersey. It, you're, you're, it's lovely here in, in California, and I'm, I'm from, and most people who listen to the show, and our, I know our, our guests, I know Lloyd knows I'm originally from Philadelphia and moved to Los Angeles, and I do go back and visit time to time, but I would never live there again. <laughs> no offense, folks. Do not take that personally, but, but, but Southern California is Southern California. Can we talk? <laughs> to the caller that's on here, what's your name? The caller that called, what's your name? Yovan. Yo, hey, you how you calling? Calling. I, Yo, I appreciate Vaughn. That's a real Philly name. It's a real oh, Philly okay. name. Yo, Vaughn. Yo, Yo Vaughn. Hey, Vaughn. Hey, Vaughn. Yeah, how you doing? Vaughn. Cool. Yo, Vaughn. That's cool. Thank you. Thank cool. you very much. I cool. really appreciate you Talking calling in. The Philadelphia pretzel, soft pretzel capital of the world. Uh, Philadelphia is a city of brotherly love. You know, things aren't. <laughs> Too brotherly right now. A lot of division and a lot of uh, upset people uh, not working, uh, wondering what's next. You know, we're all under a lot of stress, guys, and we just want everything to uh, get back to normal or some semblance of it. I I I agree, and and I'm glad that you called. What what would you call uh, Yovan? Uh, what would you call normal? And, and now we're well, going to have a new normal. Uh, What's your question? What do you call normal? <laughs> well, I would call normal, you know, just, you know, everybody just getting together and talking and 
gathering and uh, just enjoying life and uh, sharing ideas. And, you know, I mean, right now we're all wearing masks and we're all staying six feet apart. And, you know, it's like the heart sends out an energy wave and, you know, it, it, it goes out past your body. I don't know how many feet, but uh, it's like we're, we're, we're not really connecting with anyone anymore. Everybody's like, you know, separated. And, uh, and I don't know, doesn't, sound, doesn't feel normal to me right now. Well, are you wearing a mask and are you staying separated? Well, I do. I mean, uh, do what Thank you got to do, you know. Uh, and Thank you. mainly uh, as a courtesy for a lot of people around me. My but, man, uh, thank you. And that's exactly what we, we, should, we should be doing. And I appreciate you calling in. And I appreciate you expounding some of that Philadelphia wisdom on here for everybody to do exactly what it is that you're doing. You need to be commended. I appreciate it. Yeah, well, you know, I'm trying to get through all of this. And when I say get back to normal, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't want to be wearing masks forever. It's 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 unbelievable. Oh, I hear that. We have you know in California here in Los Angeles. I mean, I, overall there are there are some exceptions, especially if you go down uh, south of LA County uh, towards Orange County, which would include uh, like Dana Point and San Clemente and the area Irvine, those areas um, where you see a lot of people uh, not wearing masks. Uh, in LA, the numbers you know in California, our numbers of Corona infections have just absolutely gone through the ceiling. Um, and and I must say that being an existing here in LA, I would say a vast majority, almost almost everybody, not quite everybody, but almost is just is, is wearing masks. And you live your life in the London Trader Joe's and they're doing what they do. They go to the beach. On the beach, you don't need a mask, uh, really. And and people who are hiking, a lot of hiking here. You know, we're we're sandwiched between the mountains and the ocean. It's just amazing out here. And and we go hiking. I live five miles from the mountains and 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 twenty minute drive to the beaches. Um, and on either side of that, you know, the mountains and the beaches, you can hike and not wear a mask and enjoy the views in the air. Uh, one thing I must say, and this is kind of interesting, since March, and I'm not, I'm not, making, not making this a positive, but it, it's just an observation. Since March, the air here in L.A. has been so clear. You can look up at these amazing blue skies that I just remember seeing wow. here before. <laughs> it's, it's really, uh, you know, whoa. But anyway, cool. aside from that, I, I just want to bring just say that. But anyway, um, just regarding L.A., the the uh, population is is very – compliant and existing and doing you know what we're supposed to do to keep ourselves protected the schools here in california and la will not open in the fall what's happening there on east coast uh guys in, in philadelphia school wise what are they are they opening are they do you know what they're doing yet do they say i think what's going to end up happening and i and i want the other guys to speak as well uh yovan uh cornell and also i'm enjoying um, I'm, I'm loving I'm it i'm enjoying myself um the, the, I think they're going to open late, and there's only going to be uh, two days of in-person instruction, at least. But that might even change if this thing actually gets worse. And I want to say one uh, one quick thing. I know you, the Cal, Cali is back on lockdown, even though you guys might be looking at you know, in certain areas because it's so spread yeah. out. I know this, it's, it's back on lockdown. Yeah, they they tried opening some things up. They tried uh, eating. You know, you hear you you, know, you can eat out in patios almost year round. You know, almost year round. Not quite. It gets pretty cold in February actually, but almost year round, you can eat outside really? in a restaurant and, and, a, and a cafe, and it's just right. it's amazing. But um, and they opened up some restaurants. Um, uh, public gatherings were kept. Uh, I don't know to a minimum. But uh, after doing so, the numbers surged as predicted. As predicted, they would. And the July 4th holiday, they closed the beaches for July 4th. They just don't want people coming to California to go to the beach. So other than that, the beaches are open. But July 4th weekend, they said, no, nobody's on the beach uh, in L.A. So what happened is – and I, I did this. I'm, I'm, I'll raise my hand here. I'm, I'm included. Uh, I, went, I went down to, uh, to Dana Point in San Clemente. And the, oh, it's such beautiful beaches down there. But nobody's wearing a mask anywhere. You go stand did in you have yours on? Mm. No. Did you have yours on? My wife did. Huh? I, I did not. I did not have my mask on. 
Let me just say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. I sat at a picnic okay. table with, with my – who was I with? My wife and my mother. Yeah, this is just my mother and my wife and myself. And we were also on a boat. I went to go check out a 52-foot sailing yacht, and there was nobody at the marina. Um, we sat at a picnic table watching the beach, not on the beach, but kind of overlooking it. And I got some great pictures I should put on our website here. Uh, but we were by ourselves. And when I, we ordered a, an amazing pizza, I, I should give them a plug as to where we got this pizza from in St. Clemente. Um, and when I went to go pick up the pizza, which we brought back to our picnic table, which was isolated, we did wear a mask to go in and pick up the pizza. I, I put on my mask. Yes. Andy, okay. and, but, can I ask you a question, Andy? Go what ahead. Kind of pizza go ahead, sure. was it? What kind of pizza it, was it? It was a half onion, half mushroom. All right. Something sensible. <laughs> We're just saying something sensible. You better hope nobody breathed on it. <laughs> we got another call. Hold on a second. Hello, you're on coast to coast. Hello? You there? Hello? Hello? Yes. Who's this? Yeah. Hold on a minute. I think we have another caller just called in. I, I think somebody just joined us. I couldn't get it. We have another caller here. Hello? I guess not. Okay. okay Another call came in. Well, okay. All right. Anyway, well, as I was just saying, one more thing I want to bring up here real quick. Um, uh, Yovan, I was just talking, what we were talking about earlier is the city council budget for the city of Philadelphia is $5 billion. And <clears throat> excuse me. And the um, police budget being uh, $33 million being allocated to modernization of the force or uniforms, cameras, blah, blah, blah. We talked about uh, Portland, uh, Oregon and the, uh, uh, the federal invasion. We'll see how long that lasts. I don't think it's going to last long, but it's there now. Um, and we also talked about, um, I know I'm missing something guys. I just want to review what we've been talking. No, Here's well, what I want to bring up. Well, we talked about of, Minneapolis and Tulsa, Oklahoma yeah. and reparations. Yep, yep, yep. Then, I want to bring up this. And then fund them, please. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I want to bring this up yeah. to you folks. Uh, I don't know how many of you um, have watched uh, or heard or YouTube or whatever the case might be, and I recommend that you do this if you haven't yet, wherever you are in the world, uh, is to listen to Biden's talk about um, rebuilding America, infra- infrastructure, spending uh, his opinion of, of how uh, Trump is handling the cur- uh, uh, I keep calling it the cor- Cornelius. It's cor- coronavirus, not the Cornelius. <laughs> well, see, that's because, you, that's because you got Cornell on here. No, Cornell, not Cornell. We're talking about Cornwell. 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 Cornwell virus here. Uh, <laughs> Cornell. <laughs> Cornell. And, and, and we were talking about uh, 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 Big Uncle Ike with his wife, Corona, and stuff like that. So, oh, yeah, that, Corona. That was funny. Co- but, you know, just say COVID. COVID-19. COVID. COVID. Here we go. Let's take a listen real quick to to Biden. As, uh, just a quick clip here. of uh, I don't have a couple more to go, but let's, let's take a listen to what Biden had to say about this. Cost okay. more than 135,000 lives in climbing, and it shows no signs of slowing down. In just the last few days, 19 states, 19 states reported record cases, including Florida, which saw more than 15,000 new cases in a single day. Hospitalizations and deaths, two of the most concerning indicators of Trump's failed response, are already unacceptably high, and they are rising. Here's, here's what and I can say about that. And if you don't listen to this message, you're not black. <laughs> <laughs> here's, 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 I, I just need to, okay. to say one thing. Here's, here's my comment, right? If you do not come in contact with another human being, keep your distance. Don't touch them. Wash your hands. Don't breathe on them. Don't cough. The virus will not spread to another human being. If the virus does not spread Correct. to another human being, it will magically, quote unquote, quote unquote, it will magically disappear. Why, why can't we all just mm. do that for a little while? Why don't? Why? What is the problem here? This is not rocket science. If the virus has uh, nowhere to go, we can't go uh, anywhere. Uh, Andy, let, let me play devil's advocate on this one. First, first and foremost, I am I am one of those people who takes all these precautions that you've mentioned. Um, not just out of courtesy, but out of respect for life. Okay. Yes. However, 
when we look at this virus and we start crunching the numbers to yeah. date, and I'm not talking about hot zones. That, that is a separate topic. I'm talking nationally. Yeah. Nationally, this coronavirus has infected a grand maximum less than 1.2% of the population. That is the CDC's statistics. If you right, don't right. believe me, go to cdc.gov and pull it up. 1.2% of the population. Do you know that the flu is more infectious and more deadly than this virus? The flu we is not. I, I, I debate you on that. I debate you on that. No, the flu, yes, it the is. Flu, the, the flu is not yes, more infectious than this virus. No, it is not. Yes, it is. It is. It's three. Uh, as, as you, you t- I'm taking the CDC's line yeah. on this. I'm not. I'm yes. not. I'm not taking issue with mm-hmm. whether or not mm-hmm. you know the numbers are right. The CDC mm-hmm. says it's three right. times more infectious. That is their fact. Okay, so I'm comparing well, correct facts to correct the, facts. The, the this fact. virus, this virus, is a fear monger tactic that is being used right now to you re- do you really whatever it up? is. I, 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 in I part, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Because hold up, hold up, mm-hmm. hold up. Let me finish my. Let me finish what I'm saying. It is being mm-hmm. used in part as a fear monger tactic for politicians. And Biden's speech is perfect example of that all he brings out is the negative rising numbers he does not look at the overall impact outside of the hot zones outside of the hot zones like where i'm at in montgomery county because we followed the measures we have an infection rate that is less than one one hundredth of one percent okay this this is to take air. this and blow it out of proportion is just Political grandstanding and both Trump and both Biden taking it. The media, man, not at all. That's not what I'm saying. This is great, but but hold on, because we only only have an hour. Dave, hold on, we only have an hour. We're going to get, we're going to do this again because I I think this needs to be dealt with. And and, uh, Joe Bond, are you still there? Yeah, man. Okay, great. Listen. Um, we only have an hour, but, but I really appreciate the fact that you guys call, uh, Dave, uh, Cornwell, <laughs> and, and, now, and also, uh, and also, uh, 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 Andy, we're going, we're going to bring this up again because this is a hot button topic along with the other stuff that we talked about, about. Uh, reparations and what have you, and, and the fact that you guys are Jewish. So I want to say that, that from me to you, shalom, my shalom, shalom. And uh, Andy, I'm gonna let you close yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah, folks. Tom- we I want to tune in tomorrow's show. We're gonna pick this up again, and we're gonna have some actual numbers and actually show why and how. We're not some medical experts on here as well, talking about why and how the coronavirus is in fact more dangerous than the, than the flu. We will go ahead and prove that tomorrow. Well, and, and in continuing, we're also tomorrow's show, we're going to talk about um, the infrastructure, building America. What do we do? How do we do it? What's the best way to go about doing it? How do we create jobs? Um, and we're going to talk about it on tomorrow's show, too, here on the Coast to Coast Show. I want to thank everybody from around the world. I want to thank our panelists for joining us today. It's been a wonderful show. It always thank is. You. is here on the Coast to Coast Show, live with Andy Kimball, your host, and Lloyd Booker on the East Coast in Philadelphia on the Ebony and yes. Ivory Show. And with that, we're going to, uh, to sign out on today's show. Again, thank you for listening, everybody. This is Coast to Coast. We'll be back here tomorrow. And thank you for joining us. All the very best. Yes. Peace. Hey, Peace thank, you. You, thank you. Thank you. Take care. Keep that mask on, Dave. It's harmony. Well, you got it. Everybody's always do. <laughs> it's a depression. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street, and there's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. 
I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to write. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. So, I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. I want you to get up right now.